Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast, a movement for creators serious about their work. I'm Leora. And I'm Devani. And our guest today is an author, has a master's in social work, and is a trained therapist and coach with an integrative approach to well-being. Jamie Lerner says she has an insatiable appetite for pleasure, beauty, and joy, and often refers to herself as a true pleasure junkie. One of Jamie's pleasures is being an amateur adult equestrian rider on the AA horse show circuit. Jamie Lerner is co-authored the Ever-Loving Essence of You, a book that acts as a gentle reminder about joyous living. And on Jamie's website about page, Jamie says, I was born with a knowing, a true sense of who I came forth to become. Fortunately, I grew up in a family where there was tremendous encouragement to explore every curiosity and embark on each incredible journey of self-discovery. I threw myself into the mix of life with a sense of wild abandonment. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Fantastic. So it's very unusual for people to come into this world with a sense, a connected sense of who it is they are who it is they are as a spiritual being and what they're here to do. So since you had that, is that some place that you would be comfortable starting? Yes, and I have to say that I believe we all come into this world with that sense of knowing and that inner connection with ourselves. And it is simply through the contrast of life that sometimes we forget about that most important connection and um, inner direction. So um, I really held on to that and was in a family that encouraged us to um, be our own person, which was wonderful. Um, But I do believe that with gentle reminders, we can all get back to that place of trusting ourselves and knowing ourselves and guiding ourselves. And and that's why it's so exciting to work with people um, and just really focusing on helping them redirect themselves back to themselves. Back to their essence. That's fantastic. So what is it that you're here to do and what, tell us a little bit about your connectedness with that as a child. Well, um, I believe that I am the living, breathing example. And I think that as teachers and as helpers in this profession, if we can walk our talk, that it really helps people believe in the endless possibilities of, you know, what we're really all here to do, which is to relax into our state of well-being and experience joy and to remain connected to ourselves so that we can unconditionally move about the world and connect with other people. So that has always been my belief. And now it's a moment-to-moment practice. And I just love to share, um, you know, how to do this with people because it's so easy. Ah, it's so, so 
did your journey, like right now, so you're doing the work you love. Is that right? Yes, I'm doing the work I love. Okay. Which is guiding and helping people discover that connectedness for themselves. And what else? Tell us about that. What else in terms of how that works? Yes, the kind of work that you do and the, well, kind, of, the kind of clients that come to you and what they're looking for and how you're helping them. Okay. So um, usually it's people who are interested in making a shift from where they are to where they want to be because we don't look back in order to move forward. And that's different than what I was trained to do. So I started as a psychotherapist and I had a thriving practice, but it never felt right to me to continue to ask people to look back if in fact we were going to move forward and figure out what we actually were wanting for ourselves. Mm. So this integrative approach to well-being really asks people to tap into their now, right here and now, and to start asking the question of what are you wanting? And it's so interesting because you ask that question all day long and what people tell you all day long is what they don't want. Mm. And what they're getting more of is what they're not wanting. Yes. So once people can make the connection between what we choose to think about and how we choose to feel is really how we create and manifest our lives, wanted and unwanted. Yeah. So it's just the simple redirection in where we're looking and, and the kinds of things that we're speaking to ourselves about that helps people make the gentle shift. Definitely. Uh, we're definitely all about visioning towards the future we're working towards and working each day toward that. So we definitely aligned with the focusing on the future and not being so immersed in the past every day. Yes, I, I think so. And the other interesting thing is, as we are adults, and if we are interested in looking at the past, I ask people to do it from their adult right here and now perspective, because it looks very different from where we stand today than how we were to remember it as a child or even yesterday, because moment to moment, we are changing in how we are thinking and what we're perceiving. So where are you now? And how can you see whatever that was then from right now? Oh, that's excellent. Mm -hmm. In fact, we just published this morning, just published uh, with our, we're, we're running a 30 day creators challenge in our Facebook group. And today's prompt was about essentially, um, you know, turning our back on the past and moving toward the facing toward our future and moving in that direction. And we have a lot on our website about those kinds of things. It's, you know, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Um, and in fact, I'm a trained strategic intervention coach. And one of the reasons I'm not actually an active coach is my, well, a number of things. We're doing a lot of things and it wasn't my number one focus, but I, there were so many clients that were so attached to their story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was the, the, those who were ready to move beyond that were fewer and further be between. So how is it, and I'm sure you encounter that, but you also help them move beyond that. So how is it that you're able to, um, or what, it, what are some of the things that you do that you find work really well in helping people move beyond their past story, letting it go so they can embrace their future? Well, for those who are not ready to do that, I still ask them to take personal responsibility for hanging on to their story. So at least know you've chosen it and you're not a victim to it because oh, I believe that that's so powerful and, and self-empowering. Yeah. Um, but it is frightening for people who have spent their whole life creating this storyline and wrapping their identity around something that possibly isn't even true or real. So if you're not ready to give it up, that's okay. But at least acknowledge that you are choosing it and it didn't happen to you. And I think that once people can do that, they feel a sense of relief, you know, mm -hmm. and then they start to think about making the shift towards 
maybe changing a line of their story or a word of their story or whatever it may be. So that's helpful, you know, yeah. giving people that option. That's fantastic. I love, I got chills when you said that. I've never heard mm-hmm. it set, put quite like that before. Uh, and yet it's, it's perfect and because it's so true. So yeah, I love that. So you, oh, of the many things that you do in your coaching practice, one of the things that we noticed is a very unique um, approach, approach of offering text coaching or offering that as an option. Could you elaborate on that? So this came as um, a request from uh, clients that I had who are busy and I have clients all over the country, but I love the texting option because as people tap into themselves with the question, they're really just tapping into me as the conduit for the answer. As they text the question, they're already almost answering it for themselves. Mm. And then as I go to answer it, and then whatever their next question is, they have a transcript, an ongoing transcript of the conversation, which is really nice. The other thing I like about the texting option is that it helps people sidestep the emotional component And I think that's really helpful when you're problem solving. I don't believe that we need all of this emotion. I think that we need to be a little more um, emotionally intelligent. And texting almost forces us to do that because it's the abbreviated, in this moment, right now version of what's happening. So it really works so well for people. And um, it's, it's great because we're all busy and on the go. So... Right. So that's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, this looks exciting. Um, <laughs> it also is that you were talking about like removing some of the emotions. Is it almost, does it almost help people uh, view their emotions as data as opposed to viewing it as this mess that they might be in or this storm that they might feel stuck in but if they can view it as a written i know for me and a lot of writers or people who journal regularly they they view it as a healing practice of just being able to see the words and separating them from what's happening and so i would imagine that that's pretty much what it's like for the text and then you're just helping walk through the rational process of of whatever they're going through yes but oftentimes they are not really using me as much as they're using themselves, which is why I really like it. Um, and it's interesting too, because there's so many people that think texting is a problem these days, where I think it is a fantastic way of communication. I really differ from a lot of people. And I think when young people are texting with each other, they are expressing themselves, whether it's through emojis or, I, I mean, whatever it is, they're expressing themselves in a very true and deep way. But I think it's very helpful that it is in some ways an abbreviation of whatever all this, um, I don't know, when we, when we speak to people, there tends to be a lot of emotion and we don't even know what we're saying the next minute. We haven't heard it, we, we don't remember it, we understand it differently. So texting is a great way to go back and review it and to understand it differently from moment to moment. Every time you read it, you bring a new self to the understanding. So it's, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, definitely. Came, what came to mind is the concept of, you know, we all know that there's a familiar analogy with emotional baggage. Um, and so what came to mind was the concept of um, just doing carry-on luggage. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah, absolutely perfect. That's right. Carry on. Put it in the slot and then we move on. And we <laughs> yeah. 
And I don't think that's compartmentalizing. I really don't, which I think is a whole different process in itself. But, um, and there is something good to be said for compartmentalizing because it allows you to step away from the moment and really move to the next moment. And I think that's uh, important. (laughs) Well, are you, um, you live out in the country, you said in Illinois um, on 17 acres, beautiful, um, I guess, ranch with horses. Do you guys also garden? Um, No, we don't garden. Um, and it is very beautiful here, but I do spend quite a bit of time in the city. So um, it's nice to have the back and forth. I, yeah, it's Definitely. nice to be in the city. Well, but, but you do have horses. And so it came to yeah. mind that the garden, a garden metaphor um, we've used before. And that is, you know, you, you need the manure for the garden to grow. Yes, of but course. You don't go out to the garden and stand around the manure, manure and point at it. Rather, right. and then you move on. But we call it contrast. So anything that is, and other than what you're wanting, I think contrast is such a neutral word because it doesn't say good or bad. It just is something different. Mm-hmm. And then from the contrast, then you have this great desire because you're so clear when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. Yeah. So I am really um, celebrating contrast every moment because it really helps me understand now I want something different. Yes. No, that's excellent. That's a really it's, helpful question toward yeah. helping people discover what they want by, okay, we know we don't want that, that you keep talking about. So therefore, what do you mm-hmm. want? Yeah. And it ties in really well with create creators and creativity because a lot of, a lot of artists struggle with, or a lot of artists might um, be using art as a way to heal from whatever they're going through and to make art, whether it's in written form or visual form, what or dance form, it is unfolding a story using many colors. So the contrast, it's like, if you don't have that contrast, it's hard to support whatever you're making. Exactly. But contrast doesn't always have to be hardship and it doesn't have to be drama and it doesn't have to be trauma. And I think that when we can um, understand that, maybe contrast can just be something different, then it helps us kind of create a story that is a little more joyful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So on the app, excuse me a second, for the, on the app that you use, I forgot to ask this earlier, or, or the texting, is it just straight texting or are you using an app? Uh, that no, kind of- it's just, it's just through my website. So people purchase blocks of time and that's how people work with me too. They go to my website and they have to purchase time and then they have to reach out to me and tell me what they need. Cause I don't know what you need, but you do. And so that process working with me really starts with um, telling people that you know what you want. I don't know. No one else knows, but you know, so trust yourself, know yourself, you know, you 15 minutes, whatever it is. And then you book that time with me. And the same thing with texting. They, they purchase a block of time and they text with me whatever the questions are that they have and we text back and forth until whatever and then they use the time as they wish because I really think that people need to start trusting themselves. You know, you always know, even if you don't know how or why, you know, you are your own greatest resource. It's, it's such a synergistic message for us. Uh, we're really, really big on that. The common thing I would use with coaching is what would you tell a friend who is telling you this exact problem, this exact scenario, because you have the answer and chances are you would be telling them, you know, the best possible advice for them mm-hmm. and for you. Um, and it's amazing. It's, it is just a matter of redirecting. And I love how you started with that saying that we all know what we're here for. It's just, we kind of, it gets covered up. And so you just keep redirecting people back toward purpose, back toward focus. And, and I love that. What are a few ways that you recommend 
people start um, gaining the confidence to listen to themselves or identify that they have the answer or, or just what are there some tips you have for helping people uncover the layers that they might have to reach those answers? I think just sitting with yourself for the first five minutes of every day and addressing yourself in a very loving and curious way is helpful. It says I am important and I can hear what I am able to receive and download from the universe. And most people um, can hear themselves, but they're brushing their inner knowing away all day long. I'm not now, I'm busy. Their intuition is forever tapping them on the shoulder. And they're just, for whatever reason, distracted, choosing to be distracted, to not really tune in. So I, I encourage people to do that. And then to really start to listen for the internal conversations that you're having with yourself and then start laughing hysterically because for most of us, nobody, you know, you would not talk to anybody the way you speak to yourself a lot of the time. And it's only funny. And most of it's not even true. So, you know, it doesn't matter where that came from, but to begin to understand that, yes, maybe throughout the day, you're not being very gentle and loving with yourself. Um, and I think that's helpful. And then laugh about it and make the choice to become more lovingly curious about whatever it is that um, you're doing and how you're feeling about it. So they're very small things. None of these things are a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that we have to use a lot of levity and laughter and humor about all of this because it, it doesn't have to be deep and intense. And, you know, it could just be fun. I'm trying to make it really fun. And I'm, I've noticed uh, as I've aged through the years that things become less dramatic, you know, it's like you just, or else you just get tired of, of engaging in the dramas and you realize that, you know, this too shall pass. It is another storm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and we always recover and we learn from it. And so rather than making a big deal out of, uh, out of any of it really, it's yeah. to look at it from that lighthearted, soulful place of, um, first of all, levity, uh, as well as, you know, when there's tragedy, when there's real tragedy and sadness, then there's, that's a part of the human experience, too. And that is embracing that experience, embracing that pain, um, but then letting it go when it's served its purpose. Yeah. And, and I think that's a personal choice that people can make for themselves. No, but no one can make this choice for us. We, we really need to do it for ourselves or not do it and take responsibility for that. That's also a good choice. So you mentioned um, the texting helps people become more focused on the exact part of the nature of their message. Um, one of the things as a parent that we've used through the years to help our children move through those spaces is writing it down. So that really speaks to that. And um, the first couple pages um like journaling would be an example the first couple pages is often like uh julia cameron's morning way uh what is morning it? pages morning pages where it's just you know like fast rage and furious. writing rage writing i call it rage writing it's just <laughs> like spewing yeah. all the stuff Being on all, paper and then you get it out you know and yeah. then you come back to well what's the real core of the message and so i share that because again because of the synergy and i love that part of your message but also then to ask you do you use journaling for your clients uh, in any of your coaching practice as well as art as any of your therapeutic tools I encourage people to do what works for them because I think for everyone, they have their own way of doing it and there's no right or wrong way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I really encourage people find what works for you and do that and don't share it with anybody. 
because people will talk you out of what you're doing and try to convince you to do what they're doing. So mm. just focus on yourself, keep it to yourself, enjoy it, you know, be curious about it, switch it up if it's not working, you know, meditation, you know, whatever. I don't think there's any right or wrong way. But you do, you know what feels right for you. So once again, trust yourself. You know, you know. Yeah. That's beautiful. And, you know, you're speaking to, I think, to your clients in the way that I would imagine you might have spoken to yourself growing up. Uh, in that <laughs> I really, I was a handful growing up because I only heard my own voice. And, um, but, but because I did and do trust myself, I always trusted my children to make all kinds of decisions for themselves and always ask them, what do they think? What do you think? What do you think? And I encourage people Trust yourself so that you can trust your children. Most people don't trust themselves and they fear that their children will make the same mistakes that they made. And then they're really not coaching their children to guide themselves from the inside out. And, you know, to spend your whole life looking for the external cues from others, I think is just not a joyous life at all. And it's certainly not a connected life. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's a really important message because that is, while the, the social tools are great, the texting and all of that, there is the, the dark side relative to, um, you know, bleeding out to the world and forgetting to connect with ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to, so it's like it is to be, what you're advising is basically again to keep reconnect. Don't look to the outside world for who you are, for yeah. what's important to you. Tune into yourself, tune into yourself and start your day that way. Yes, and then from there, from that place of connection, then take that to the outside world. And connection is just amazing. You yeah. know, high frequency, high vibration, joyous living. It's, it feels really good. So, yeah, that's wonderful. So what kind, do you have, um, what kind of, I don't know if that's the right word, like are your clients, do they tend to come from similar backgrounds or is it all walks of life? Um, the way I've structured my website, people go to the website and they know immediately if they would like to work with me or not. It's a feeling kind of a website. And what I have found is that a lot of people who end up working with me have spent a lot of time looking back and they're tired. So to have this other option, um, I think it becomes exciting to them and exciting for me because we move really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's often people who want to take personal responsibility because otherwise none of what I have to offer resonates with right. you to, and to, to feel as though you have no personal power and to be a victim. Once again, we have so many people out there helping people stay there. So go there because yeah. that's fine. There is no right. judgment, yeah. you know, but those people will never end up working with me. Um, so. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I love that. And again, resonate very much with that. Um, because it, it, like you said, if it is that they're stuck in the story, then that is where they need to be until they decide that it's time to yes. move beyond that. Um, and that is, you know, one of the challenges with the traditional training, which I'm glad you moved beyond relative to getting stuck in the story. You know, we have, we know of many people who've been going to therapy for years, you know, mm -hmm. and yet, you know, um, that they can move beyond it so much more quickly when and if they're ready to yes. with the right guidance toward yeah. that. So 
you're looking at your site, you're talking about how it's structured. It's so beautiful. beautiful. It, it captivated, captivated us immediately. Really love the logo. Do you have a story behind that? And if anybody's mm -hmm. listening to this, oh, sorry. her site <laughs> is Jamie, J-A-M-I-E dash learner.com. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, I just spent some time um, with a friend of mine who's an artist and uh, she drew up a bunch of stuff, and when I saw that, I immediately gravitated toward it. And so, yeah, it, it very much resonates with me as well. So, It reminds me of, um, in, uh, in meditation, I've seen a vision of what I termed a wheel of life. And uh, it was a wheel of two spheres, and one was spinning in one direction, and the other was spinning in the other direction basically, you know, like sort of like the involutionary, evolutionary path kind of thing. And so it reminded me of that right away. It's really lovely. Yeah. Um, so on your, let's see, your book, tell us about, well, actually, let me back up just a second. You mentioned that you're on what you call your third life. So, I mean, I had my, you know, my children very young. I'm, I have four grandchildren now. Wow. Um, I had my career. I changed my career. And now I'm doing this. And also I'm expanding personally. And so I'm making, you know, a move to relocate soon. And so, you know, the beauty of, um, and especially women, we recreate ourselves over and over and over again. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing, you know, what we can do to reinvent ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that if we do not care for ourselves first, then we really cannot care for other people. And so in all our reinvention, it's so important to redirect yourself back to the most loving connection with yourself. So self-love, you know, it's it is the foundation for every other relationship that we go on to have. So, and the book that we wrote, The Ever-Loving Essence of You, that's really about just that, you know, creating, recreating the connection with yourself. So, yeah. And we'll definitely link to that book in the show notes. Um, so uh, you mentioned, sorry, let's see, what was it? Uh, oh, you mentioned being a grandmother. I am. I'm a nana. I have four beautiful grandchildren. Oh my gosh! So for those who are not seeing <laughs> you on video, Jamie doesn't look a day over thirty. So that's fantastic. When we started the interview, she said, "Oh, is this video interview?" And we said, "Yes." She says, "Oh, well, I just got back from the." <laughs> We said, okay, take time if you need to. She said, no, that's okay. I'm ready. And she comes on looking gorgeous. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so you're definitely taking, doing a great job of taking care of yourself. Yes. What are some of your own personal habits? I mean, I imagine you do a lot of similar things that you help people discover for themselves to do, like taking the time, connecting with yourself. But what are some of your own well-being habits that have helped you? I manage my thoughts moment by moment every single day. So I am always connected to myself and so, and I'm always happy and I feel joyful and I really am so passionate about so many things. Um, so it's really from the inside out, I think, um, that we create happiness for ourselves and I unconditionally love myself. So I am feeling so full. It just spills over into and onto everyone else. So that I think is um, the secret, you know to cultivate a life that feels so good to you, joyous living. 
Definitely. Yeah. So, so you, so part of that for you is um, horses and horseback. Yes. I'm, I'm very passionate about that. Very passionate and animals in general, you know, mm -hmm. I have dogs and just, I think that animals are, you know, such a great example of unconditional love. And we always feel good when we're around animals. And why is that? Because they don't judge us. They don't, you know, turn an unkind eye to us or anyone else. And so what can we learn from that? Probably everything, you know? Yeah. So what are your um, aspirations now relative to uh, your journey? Like your, is it you right now you're beginning to do more public speaking and more podcasts and interviews. So what is your next goal line or horizon relative to all of that for you? Well, it's, I am actually going to relocate. So I am going to move to California and I am actually going to be leaving my entire family behind. <laughs> so I have children and grandchildren. And so for me, this is um, because I think we are all always personally expanding. And most of us are fearful in leaving everything that's working for more. And every day I ask myself, why is this not enough? And every day the answer is, it is enough and there is so much more. Yes. So my relocation will um, help me in many ways, personally and professionally. And um, I'm really excited about it. And I have no fear. And the other interesting thing is that when we make a decision for ourselves that feels right for us, it's right for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And they get it. But when we're unsure and we are using other people as our excuse not to move forward, none of that feels right to us or to people around us. So um, once again, I hope I become that living, breathing examples for others to really, you know, think about what they are wanting and how they can do that for themselves and believe that it will be fine for others. They yeah. will be much better for themselves and for all of them. So that's a big one for me, but it's yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you're definitely, um, yeah in doing so living the example and i think a lot of you mentioned that women are constantly reinventing recreating themselves and have that potential to do that especially when it is that they're not they're letting go of the past yeah. and not being tied down to that which you know not encumbered uh, by things that don't allow them to move forward more fully into the essence of who it is that they're becoming and reconnecting with, especially as they've served in the role of spouse, mom, caregiver, what have you, um, to begin to discover more of their own creative self, wherever that may take them. Yeah. Yes, and I think we use all those relationships as our excuses not to do that for ourselves. And it doesn't have to be that way. So. Yeah. That's a good point. So you have to, are you leaving, are you taking your horses? Or you I was have just going to gonna ask, <laughs> Well, um, yes, I am. Yes, ah, I am. Of course. Okay. My animals, of course. Yes. Fantastic. So, so you're relocating to another nice, like ranch-like property. Yes. I, you know, um, I personally just need to be in nature. Um, mm, for me, that is um, well-being. Yeah. So, although I've spent a lot of time in the city, I really need to come home at night and I am feel the most grounded when I am amongst, you know, trees and, and, and nature. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, As you can see, we're out in nature. Oh, yeah. And I hear the birds. It's yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah. So I can so relate. So do you already have a uh, moving date and property and all that? I, you know, it keeps changing and I'm, I'm so clear about where I'm going and I'm very flexible about when I'm going to get there because I'm really trying to um, accommodate 
all of the people in my life here and make this as gentle and loving um, of a, a move as, as possible. So all the moving parts. Yeah. I love that. Let's see, mm -hmm. we're going to definitely quote that. I'm very clear about where I'm going and I'm flexible about when I'll get there. I love yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> that ties in so well with how we help people approach their goals because a lot of people are like, always put a deadline to your goal and that works for some people. And then other people are like, well, just make sure you're clear. But a lot of times the clarity helps you move forward in a direction. And I'm sure you've noticed that for you as well, but just having a clear direction allows so much um, weight to be lifted. I know every time we make like a firm decision, we're just like, oh, right, that's what to do. It and then out. when all these other like details just kind of aren't as essential about, anymore it's almost down. like those details sometimes get in the way maybe of the clarity that you're really looking for yeah yes because i think when we become so firm in our deadline we create resistance and when there's resistance nothing flows so mm -hmm. you know you guys have figured it out brilliantly you know yeah yeah, fantastic. Well, what? tell us a little bit about your book. It's You co-authored it, um, and are you planning to write more? What is your creative journey uh, look like once you – I know that right now you've got a lot going on with the move, but I know you're also clear about the direction you want to go in. So any of that that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear. You know, I don't have any real specifics. I've been working on a second book for a long time. So I hope I get back to that. But once again, no pressure. And I would like to say, I think that there's a book in all of us and that it's easy to write a book. Sit down and just let it flow through you and self-publish it if you need to. But, you know, I think everyone has a wonderful story to share and um, that everyone should try to do that if that's something that they feel inspired to do definitely yeah. do you have um any so we like to ask our guests this be, to help make it real for people because everybody has struggles so is there any area that you currently struggle with in your business endeavors i i, I have challenges but i don't struggle struggle it, there is no place in my life that that fits in that even that word is uncomfortable for me um, my granddaughter is doing some homework and they're always asking her to write a struggle and I have such a hard time with her even using that word and I ask her to think about you know what other word can you use that's you know it, it, that isn't struggling is uncomfortable if you think about what how that feels when that's occurring so you know I say but do we have a challenge or, you know, um, but I really, I, I don't. Um, the thing that I would like to say is that I am so in awe of your relationship, the mother and daughter relationship, because for me, that is where I had the difficulty growing up. I was so connected to myself and no connection with my mother, which it took me half my life to figure out, you know, why that was. And it, as it turned out, I understood that she did not have a connection to herself. So she could not really be connected to me. But um, it's just, I'm always in awe when I see the mother and daughter connection. And um, it's, it's so nice that you guys are able to, you know, to be together in, in all these different ways. So Yeah, thank you. We're very grateful and appreciative of that opportunity and for your sharing that observation. Yeah. So I think we've touched also a little bit on your vision, but if you uh, care to anchor any future dream or vision here, uh, or at least more so by saying it out loud and sharing with us, that'd be wonderful. If you're not comfortable, that's fine too. But we'd like to invite guests to do that. 
Thank you. I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where you're going? You're you're okay. Well, one thing I did want to know about that. Um, what is it like? You're as you're doing the speaking uh, and the coaching, and but beginning to get more out there and beginning to uh, create and recreate your third chapter, essentially of so far, a third life so far. Um, what? mission like are you on a mission do you have a, a a visual like a thought rather of like this is the work i want to do i want to help more people heal themselves i want to help more people connect with themselves do you have a, a word or phrase for it you, you know i don't and i think i don't really think any of us need to heal i think we're all doing just fine and really the message always is where you are is wonderful and then there's so much more which is just this lovely option for people. So that. for me, my goal is once again to just live this amazing life and through my living, teach it and just help people understand that there is more if they want it and how they can tap into it with ease. And that's about it. But I don't have like these, I'm not someone that's in my ego. So most of what I do in terms of helping people, I really believe that they are helping themselves and I am simply a system. Nice. I love that you have that um, self-knowledge message so prominently on your website and you seem so steeped in gratitude. I mean, we have, I'm, I'm so surprised we've gone through this episode and haven't mentioned gratitude because you seem so grounded in it. It's appreciation is just the highest form of connection for me. Mm, yeah. So, and I am forever appreciative of every moment that is unfolding. So it's easy. Wow. Well, that's a wonderful note to bring this to a close and let you move on with your day. We so enjoyed this time, the beautiful messages um, and the awareness that you're sharing as light into the world, the healing that you're reflecting back to, to all of us uh, that we already contain within us. Um, is there any other closing comments you'd like to have? We you are your own greatest resource. Trust yourself. That's it. <laughs> Love, it. Love, Love it. it. A lot of good quotes. No, go Thank ahead. you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity. You're most welcome. Thank you. We'll be in touch soon. And best okay. of luck on your move whenever yes. that happens. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.